Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host, Nathan Judah, and Wolves correspondent, Tim Spears. Well, hello everybody, welcome to episode 92, it's the E&S Wolves Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Judah. I'm delighted to welcome back, fresh and ready to go, Wolverhampton Wanderers correspondent on all-round good egg, it's Mr. Timothy Spierzo. Tim, how's it going? I feel like it's been forever, bebe. Since what? Since 1998. How's the second take going? The first take didn't go too well. No, <laughs> Judah forgot to press record today, forgot, ladies and gentlemen. I forgot, forgot to press record. So, um, unfortunately, the people who are still at the coffee machine have had two wolves. Make that three. Make that three now. They're all looking at us, but we don't care. How are the devil? How the devil are you? Easy for you to say. Yes. I'm good. Refreshed. What was uh, what was the crackdown? I mean, you didn't. Uh, obviously, this is, this is an audio podcast, so no, unfortunately, no one can see the, the the David Dickinson style tan. I can take a picture of the white bits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that 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 factor fifty doesn't really allow for, for much tannage. I mean, you 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 didn't divulge your location just in case you were getting papped. Can you divulge where you went and where you went now? Do you know I was in the airport at Birmingham Airport? Oh God! Went to set off, and somebody did you re- find some salmon in your bag? Somebody replied to me saying, oh, have fun in Crete, Tim. Did they? I was like, how the hell do you know that? Wow, please tell me there was an attendant there. <laughs> no. Do you know, um, for the first time in a long time, mm. I went a whole week without seeing a Wolves fan. Really? It's full of Germans. Is it? German. Eins, zwei, drei, bitte. There's like a domination of Germans. Um, Not for the first time. Are they older Ge- Oh, wow. <laughs> Political humour, everybody. Incredible. Um, creamy... Creamy cappuccino sweets yep. for you. Cappuccino sweet from Aldi. Oh, from Aldi. I was going to say, it's like a rip-off of the Marks and Spencer's version. Yes, that's right. Um, so, so how was it? All-inclusive? Yeah, my first ever. I bet it was. And I bet you filled your boots. <laughs> oh, ev- everywhere. And was. the food as well. <laughs> what a week. What a week. See, we had pretty much eight days, because yeah. the way the flights worked out, it was very kind to us. So we had pretty much eight days. Uh, 30 degrees sunshine. Wow, sir. By the beach. Pool, obviously, as well. Sea. Sea sand. sand. Sangria. No. No. Pina colada. Oh, pina what? My blood, my blood type I bet it was. Okay. was pina colada. I right. had far more pina colada than soft drinks creamy. throughout the week. Creamy. Not uh, cream in that. Delicious, but not, not watered down at all. Um, Calorific. But it's it's just... <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I'll put on about a stone. Oh, it's worth it. Though. You're on holiday, man. It's unbelievable. A Warsaw correspondent, Joe Massey, was telling me before I went. He was like, "You will just, you will, <laughs> you will just eat because you can." Right. You is, know, is it there in front? Of, so I've never been to one, but is it like just there in front of you? All like you could go, whether it's two o'clock in the afternoon or or eleven o'clock at night. Is there something that's open that you can eat from? They have set meal times, so it's uh, seven to ten is breakfast. I think twelve till three was lunch, and then six till ten was tea. So, you know, it opens. It's a huge. The it's place, like a cruise. The place we went to a huge buffet, mm. and honestly, so many different types of food to try. And then they had different Buster breakfast, English beans on toast. No, exactly. And then, then, then they had, they had a different themed night every night. So it's right. Italian night one night. That's what, or just what you want in Greece. <laughs> then there was like a Greece night. Then there was a Cretan night. So. 
Then uh, uh, what creature night? Creation. <laughs> right, okay. Then fish, fish night. Hey! <laughs> fish, fish night, which otherwise known as Friday night around these parts. <laughs> it's every night around these parts. Can we say that? <laughs> fish, fish and chips. Fish and chips. That's what I meant. Fish, fish and chips. chips. They love the fish and chips around yeah. it. Fish and chips. I love a battered stab of wine. <laughs> so um, we were having like two, three plates at well, yeah. time. Like we just like scoffed it's not down going some, any. It's not some, going anywhere. Some meat and vegetables. Right. And then we're like, should, should we go and get a second plate? Unbelievable. Like breaded fi- or, or, or fresh fish. What, what's the cracker? What are we talking about? Lots, lots of local, lots of local meat. Uh, lots of <laughs> street meat. An awful lot of pork. Was there? On. Yeah. Um, right. Beef, lots of chicken, um, but all in different kind of glazes and stuff. And then you've got your veg. So beef, then... beef, chicken, pork. So it's a very, very, very much, um, <laughs> very much Greek food then. No, but they did. Yeah, well, yeah, they did a spag bol, uh, <laughs> cannelloni, uh, lots of chips, right. lots of potatoy type things. Are you sure you went at Butlins? <laughs> no, we did. We did. We did have some Greek stuff. Mrs. Discovered tzatziki. She never had it in her life. Oh, delicious. Um, she would have like half a plate full. Delicious though, dipping banter. Beautiful. She, yeah, she's a bit sheltered with her eating habits. She um, she only ate a banana for the first time about six months ago. Pardon? So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, be serious. You swallow it whole. <laughs> well, there's baby oh, bananas in the bunch. Mini bananas. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, great food. And we had, so, mostly chilling for the this week. Isn't, this isn't ripe. And then we had... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And then we had uh, one day, um, a really nice day, exploring uh, Crete. Right. Where, like a local tour guide in his 4x4 took us up in the mountains. We met a shepherd, showed us where he grew his olives. Feta. Right, okay. Feta, wine, olive oil, all that kind of, yeah. Did you bring some back? I haven't got a present yet. No present for me. Uh, no, no, no olive oil. No, like my olive oil. No, no little feta. No, you didn't have the opportunity um, to buy any, did you? No, 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 no chances. No, I do not. I'll, I'll, uh, I've, got, I've got it. I've got it. I've just, oh, just right, I've okay, le- yeah. left it home. I've just got to go to Amazon and buy some cold plus Greek oil. <laughs> I'll bring some Tesco olives on Saturday to Old Trafford for you. Got these from, got these from Crete. <laughs> I'll take them. Yeah, <laughs> made in made in Crete. <laughs> oh goodness! No, very decent. Yeah, oh, lovely. Good, good, good. Got sunburnt horrifically. Like I'm Did still, you? I'm still peeling now. Yeah, oh, on the top, you mean? No, Not too um, bad. my back and shoulders. Did you? So you were, you went proper sunbathing. So you see, if you go full on, you need to have a decent base layer, otherwise you're knackered, aren't you? If you're out there for two or three hours plus. Well, the problem is, mate, because we were by the sea, mm. it felt like twenty degrees, even uh, though it was thirty. Uh, but the sun was blazing all day, so you don't feel like you're that hot. So you Especially don't feel like you need to put sun, well. sun cream on as well. Mm-hmm. You don't feel like you need it. But then, lobster, lobster hour later. Oh yeah, lobster. Um, did you um, when you were on partaking in the alcoholic beverages mm. on the night? Was it Smashville or was it not too bad? Or was it no, just a steady stream? We, we, we were too full to get drunk. Really? They just ate so much food. I was eating pina coladas from about 11am, drinking pina coladas from 11am every day, but I couldn't really get drunk. Really? Just keep on coming, garçon. It's good fun though. Yeah, read a couple of read a couple of books. All the chill out. Do you yeah, tip at the end of it? Then you're supposed to tip on the last night. Or something? People tips, but I didn't bother. No, I'm 100 percent you're not bothering. Well, I'm, I'm, never, never, I'm never going to see him again. I want to know how much stash you nicked on the way back from your rooms. <laughs> how much little sugar packets, marmalades from the breakfast buffet. Oh, funny. I should bring a toaster back. Uh, well, well, you know, I missed you. I've been to some lovely places while I've been away. Barnsley. Barnsley. Burton Albion, Warsaw, Warsaw, West Brom. <laughs> no, it's a, St Andrews. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy going to West Brom. 
St Andrews, that's a good derby day for you. St there. Andrews, yeah, I've been to all the sites, so yeah, it's been it's been thoroughly enjoyable since you've been away. I tell you what, though, like, I mean, I enjoy the championship and I enjoy League One, I enjoy the football league, Tim. Yeah, we, we had a good time there. But if Wolves all got relegated, yeah, I'm not going back. Why? I'm leaving. Why? Oh no, I can't do that again. What's the problem? Oh, just going to dreadful grounds around dreadful people. It's just <laughs> people. What's wrong with the people? Oh, horrific. You hate Yorkshire folk. I am. It's I, ironic, since you're one of them. I took the train to <laughs> train to Birmingham City on uh, the other night, and it was just horrific. From the train, the people on the train, and then just getting off, and then just the unhelpful stewards they didn't know what was going on I was just like oh my god just surrounded by idiots people on the I'm amazed we've got so many listeners <laughs> people on the train what's with that this is the public man no but some of the football fans going to the ground were just dreadful yeah. just like peeing trying to pee like off the platform and yeah, stuff like gotta that yeah you got to go somewhere it's yeah. unbelievable man. I go to the I go to the, um, the toilets before the game there's people peeing in sinks yeah what's going on there and they're like they, they, they. Um, some people were like wetting tissues, putting them as the stopper, and then peeing in the sinks, and they all Great overflow. Idea. Yeah. What? <laughs> Have you seen that happen before? Yeah. It's disgusting. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you're, you're so sheltered. Oh my goodness, it's incredible. We haven't all got our butler to hold our. <laughs> <laughs> hold give us our a, organ for us. Give we? us a shake. <laughs> yeah. Right, let's talk about Wolverhampton Wanderers. Eh? You yeah. came, you came back just in the nick of time, Tim. Well, I couldn't miss Burnley at home on a Sunday afternoon, could no, I? No, you could not. Um, look, we talked about it in the Facebook Live. We talked about it um, to death, really. But I'm still like, still quite astonished. One, how how good Wolves were, but how bad Burnley were at the same time. They didn't. Just, I was expecting Burnley to come back second half, have a five-minute period, have a ten-minute period, but they just never got it. Yeah, I mean, full credit to Wolves for not allowing them back into the game. But Burnley looked knackered to me. They shouldn't have been because they've had two weeks off, but they looked tired. Yeah, Wolves, it was like a championship game, really. Mm-hmm. Wolves were able, <clears throat> they were playing 4-4-2, quite a direct English style, with not much quality. They were intent on defending. Yeah. And Wolves were able to prize them apart. I mean, it was like the good old championship days, or the bad old championship days, if you know in Judah. But, but this is the... Um, I mean, it's this... The Burnley side has not changed very much whatsoever from last season, so I don't quite know what's happened. No, but they were in a poor run of form last season as well. I think they've only won something like five in twenty-five. Hmm. Going back to last season, you know, once they secured their safety, as is often the case last year, they kind of tailed off a bit. I know they still finished seventh, but um, so um, yeah, they finished seventh, but they're not they're not a seventh in the Premier League team. I think most people thought that that was agree that, that was one off last season, <laughs> but it's relevant. Full full credit to Wolves for what was. The most one-sided, dominant, all-encompassing, mm. top-flight performance from a team in gold and black. You've ever Pretty seen? Pretty much that I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, I, I've only seen four seasons in the top flight. Yeah. Um, Quattro Formaggi. Oh, is that what you ordered? Pizza waste. Four seasons. Quattro Formaggi, please, por favor. Por favor. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you one thing, actually, that, that I thought of um, at the time that would be good poddy banter. We, cool. got, we got stuck in the lift. <laughs> As soon as we got we got there at two in the morning, yeah, and um, good start, good start to the holiday. The guys like taking us to our room with the suitcases, you know, all that malarkey. Yeah, and um, you didn't tip him either, did you? Thanks very much, mate. Well, not, Cheers. Not after we got stuck in the lift. Well, it's not his fault. <laughs> so no, but we were on the first floor. We didn't know this at the time. But we were only on the first floor, oh. but because we had the big suitcases, yeah. he put the suitcases in the lift and goes, "Oh, you two might as well go in the lift. Right. I'll see you on the first floor. See you in a sec." Close why the door. Do you, why does he not come in with you? Small lift. 
No, nice. not not barely enough room for the four of us, including two suitcases, as in suitcases right. being people. No, you see, yeah, you see, he's he's got to take those suitcases up regardless for me. You can't he can't. He, could, he the... couldn't be bothered. He put them in the lift. Put us in there. Manuel was it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Anyway, it started making a noise. Yeah, and we weren't going anywhere, and it was like, and we were like, are we moving? And then after after about a minute, yeah. we just heard this, hello. Oh, <laughs> and he was waiting for us on the first floor. We were like, Mr. Hello? Spears. <laughs> anyway, the lift was broken. I've never been in a broken lift in my life. Right. Sweating, oh, a little hitting. bit, little bit panicky. Oh it's no, really? It. Yeah, a bit claustrophobic-y. Yeah, honestly, it was so tight. Me and Mrs. Face is pressed up against each other. Oh god, I don't want to know. No, it's horrible. Sweating <laughs> and uh, dripping. The guy had to prise the doors open and right. hold them up while we clambered out. The lift, the lift had come up to here. Wow, like, like halfway up. Welcome to Crete. I know. First night we had to we had to clamber out no. of the lift. It had only gone up half a what's it? So it sounds like a lift. scene from Final Destination Three. <laughs> when it starts moving it cut up in half. We were like, where the hell are we? But we got a free bottle of wine out of it, so it's all that matters. Is that was it worth it? The free bottle of wine? I haven't had it yet. I brought it home with me to sample. And that's at least Greek, three euros worth of Greek wine. Bottle of red. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, anyway, what was I talking about? I was talking about Burnley. Yeah. So pretty much, like I said, yeah, four, four, four seasons I've seen Wolves in sort of flight. I've, apart from Blackpool at home, when they beat them 4-0, Ian Holloway's Blackpool in 2010. I can't remember more one-sided display. But even in that game, I looked it up, we, Wolves only had 11 shots. Um, a couple more people mentioned a couple of games in the eight, in the very, very early 80s. But Wolves have only spent seven seasons in the top flight since 1980, coming up to 40 years. And last Sunday was pretty much the most dominant performance that Wolves have done in the top flight in that time, which I find remarkable, Nathan. I have gone to the Premier League table of last season and split into home and away. And Burnley did finish seventh, but you think, and I thought, and maybe, maybe a lot of people think that it was mainly due to their home form. No. Home form was top draw, um, and then the away, they did pretty well. Their away form was unbelievable last yeah. year. Incredible. Um, these are the sides who were better than them last year um, in the away table. Man City, Spurs, Man United, Chelsea and Liverpool. Next, Burnley. Uh, won seven, drawn seven, lost five away from home all season. Now, regardless of the way they've started this season and take away the Europa League, etc., etc., that is a superb result. Back-to-back Premier League wins, going to Old Trafford with plenty of confidence. You know, credit to Nuno. He's doing something very special. And he, he is special. And, you know, you talk about him in the Championship and what he's done to this team. But they're still... You know, the unknown going to the Premier League and he's shown again that, you know, he's, he's got the makings of, of having a successful season. Yeah, I mean, they already look very comfortable to me and they look like they belong at this level and it's great to see certain players step up. Matt Doherty being the prime example. Mm-hmm. Pretty much been man of the match for two games in a row, which is which is pretty phenomenal. Yeah, Two wins in a row, two one nils, two clean sheets, but two deserved wins. They're not riding their luck here. No. They were completely dominant, obviously, against Burnley. I thought they also deserved to win against West Ham. They've got a decent run of fixtures coming up. This, I can't wait to see where they are in about four, six weeks' time. That they could easily be kind of top six, seven, mm-hmm. I think. And then who knows where you take it from there? They've carried on this winning momentum from last year. Um, and I was looking at some of the stuff Nuno was saying towards the end of last season. Yeah. Uh, the other day, and he said, he said after they won the title, he said we we, we want to continue this winning momentum in, into next season, and that's what they're doing. They've only lost one match. They were extremely unlucky to do so mm-hmm. at Leicester. They're the only team to hold Man City in the Premier League so far. Even uh, this morning, I was on my way to work, and Andy Townsend was saying, you know, Leon and Leon have kind of taken a leaf out of Wolves' book, and that they um, 
as in you've got to attack Man City if you're going to beat them. You don't sit, you don't yeah. sit back and play for nil nil. You've no, got to attack you play them. Like Wolves. And he said it again. Yeah, Wolves. Wolves have shown the way, and he's absolutely spot on. So it's deeply impressive what 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 they're doing. They've only got one player out injured, which is huge. They've known the same team five games in a row. Plenty of players are stepping up, and and there's room for improvement. I tell you, what I thought it was good. Yeah. See if we get this up. Sorry, what? The thing. What are you saying? <laughs> Who was good? Oh, it's not working. It's not working. Oh, it's not working. Ever the pro, Nathan Judah. Oh, well, it's not my fault. It's not. It's got no no volume to it. I don't know why it's got no volume to it. Oh, what was it you trying to do there? There was a, there was there was a video um, of someone singing about Johnny Johnny Castro. Oh, oh, I know the one you mean. You sent Good me this. Kev Green. Maybe I'll try there's, no, there's no volume on mine. And uh, I thought he had his best game in a Wolves shirt, but no one, no one quite. Have you got it? Yeah, here we go. Right, this one's for you, Johnny. Go, Johnny, go, go. Go, Johnny, go, go. Go, Johnny, go, go. go. Go Johnny, go. Can't wait for go. the <laughs> Go Johnny, go, go. Bear with us, everyone. Go Johnny, go, go. So we're going to play this in full. Go Johnny, go, go. Go Johnny, I'm, go. This is not. This is not go. stuck on repeat. This is. This... <laughs> go Johnny, go. Is he reading these lyrics? <laughs> go Johnny, go, go. It's nearly there. Go Johnny, go, go. Go Johnny, go, go. Wow, watch you. I can hear it on I the south. I mean, South that Bank. is literally going to be iTunes top five this, this week. Kevin Green. Kev, Kevin Kev Green. Kev G. Wolf. Now, now for me, for me, the difficult thing about that is remembering the lyrics. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's probably going to take... You, you know when you used to be... You used to get your now 21 back in the day and you used to go to the little flip book that used to come with it and you used to look at all the songs and you used to memorise every single verse. For me, that's going to be as difficult as, as, as I've ever seen. Right, oh, Johnny. <laughs> go, Johnny, go, go. Woo, woo. Yeah. go, Johnny, go, go. Go, Johnny, go, go. I can see that in Vegas, hitting the clubs in Vegas. Calvin Harris mixing that, absolutely. I don't know, with some sort of Tayo Cruz number with "Go Johnny, Go Go Go." I tell you who loves it. Who? Johnny Castro. Johnny Johnny Castro is a huge fan of that. I think really enjoyed it. Made his Sunday. Whatever his name is, actually, what's his name? Johnny Castro. I've heard, also, I've heard conflicting rumours, even from people. What, at Kev? The, even from Kevin. Greedy. Even from people at the club as to how we say this guy's name. Go on. Well, it's Johnny Castro Otto, but yeah. then what is it after that? Is it Johnny, as in, is it Nuno, the way Nuno said? Is it Otto? Oh, well, I think... Um, is it Castro? Well, he's, 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 a, he's a big fan of cartoons. He's passed me on at Molyneux the other day, and he says, my name is Otto! Yeah. I like to get blatto! With Otto! <laughs> Decent. As long as he's playing well, I don't care what he's called. And you say that, and he played exceptionally mm. well against the Clarets, a.k.a. Yeah. Burnley. Mm. Um, his best game for the club... He's he's proved me wrong because I thought he came in primarily as a defensive player. That was me naively just looking at his Celta Vigo record and seeing he hasn't got many goals or assists. Therefore, he's coming as a sort of defensive option. Do you but research, Tim? His best work, I didn't, I didn't hear any contradiction from N. Judah Star. His best work has come in the, in the opposition half. He um, makes these great runs, stretches the play, defends from the front better than anyone in the team. Mm. The amount of tackles and interceptions he makes in the opposition half is superb. 
Uh, he's got good technique. He can pick a pass. He could have had a goal or two against Burnley as well. Mm. It was an all-action display. And Doherty was very similar on the other flank, but just about surpassed him. Um, he got an assist, which helped. He should have scored. But Doherty was superb, and he's told Martin O'Neill to shut up. Oh, how, how can he not get into that into that, wet, into that um, Ireland team? is incredible. Well, the bizarre thing, which uh, this is while I was away, um, but I kind of kept up with it anyway, so... He still hasn't played in a competitive game for Ireland, by the way. He's only made three appearances. I know they've got Seamus Coleman and Cyrus Christie, but Coleman's been out injured for a long time and mm-hmm. hasn't really returned the same player, has he, no. from that? Definitely Cyrus not. Christie is Cyrus Christie. Yeah. So there's no reason why Doherty shouldn't be playing. He can play left-back as well. They've got problems at left-back Ireland. So Martin O'Neill's kind of suggested last week, or said last week, Doherty uh, passes inside too much. He doesn't. We want him to get to the byline more. He's not really that type of player. Um, he wants him to change his game. Doherty spoke to the media on Friday. Uh, Going to miss this one. I'm still away, and and said very kind of honestly. Um, I'm not really sure. What, well, he had a bit of a pop at him. He said first Martin O'Neill was saying I don't defend properly. Now he's saying I don't attack properly. Um, you'll have to ask him what the problem is and he said the direct quote I think my face doesn't fit yeah. in the Ireland squad so there's obviously something going on there there's a, a suggestion about because he wears gloves that, that, that O'Neill mm-hmm. and Keane don't like that which don't, don't like the skins exactly um, and then I spoke to Doherty about it after the match on Sunday and he just said he's just going to carry on with his club form um, and, he's, he that and he's not going to change his game for the opinions of two people he no. said which was quite pointed again so it's uh, there's a lot of problems obviously in the Ireland squad the stuff with Harry Arter um, and Stephen Ward's voice message or whatever that came out last week, people may have seen. But I think it's, I think I just think it's a real shame that a player in the peak of his powers and yeah. he's improved his game immeasurably. People have got to remember where he was in League One, mm-hmm. and if you can, you know, there's other players from League One who were very good at that time for Wolves that haven't made the step up to the Premier League. People like Danny Barton, Dave Edwards have moved on. Yeah. Others at the time, you look like someone like Bakary Sacco, who mm. completely tore things apart in the mm. Championship, and he never really yeah. cut it in the Premier League. But there's Doherty. He's improved his game year after year. Yeah. And now he's the star of the team on Sunday. That's how good he is. So I just feel so sorry for him, for a proud Irish guy. He's not He's not a plastic Irish guy. No. He's no Cockney. No. He, you know, he's a proper Irish guy. They signed him from Bohemians. Irish accent, the lot. He's in the peak of his career and he can't get a game for his country they were bang average yeah but it's not for proper reasons by the sound of it is it for stupid oh, but, reasons but why are you calling him up then if you know if he's got no chance of playing and you've got you know you know you're not really going to pick him what's the point i mean just as, just as a squad player as, as a training ground fodder exactly so I, I feel sorry for him but i'd rather be at wolves you know you you want to you want to be yeah. there for the week at Compton. you don't want to be you know island messing about no exactly uh, I mean, like i said he's having the time of his life for wolves so I'm, i hope he's not letting it affect him too much but he is a very proud irishman so i just think it's a real shame who needs who needs but I, I, just to say o'neill won't be around for much longer if they're getting no. hammered for one by wales then um this isn't a whatever but anyway hopefully yeah. a new manager would see a different change of scenery for doherty absolutely um I, for me he's one of the most overrated managers going to be honest um, and for me, Doctor is one of the most underrated players mm. that Wolves have had in the mm. kind of the past for the past two years, and I'm really pleased for him that he's making a step up. So he doesn't need Ireland because he's going to be the biggest club in the world, the biggest mm. club in the world. Wolverhampton Wanderers, uh, Mr. Jeffrey Shee, mm-hmm. um, has stated that he's looking to make Wolves not just um, you know Premier League champions one day, but to be the biggest and best club in the world. Yes, he wants to win the FIFA Club World Championship. Mm, apparently so. I remember that. That was a farcical game, by the way. FIFA Club World Championship game. Have you ever seen one of them? Uh, yeah, they play them in Japan, don't they? Oh, they yeah. They, I mean, it's a terrible. Game. But 
You know, I mean, the ambition. We, 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 no, but hang on, steady on, because we, we may get to go in a few years' time. So. And a great competition it is, Tim. <laughs> really happy. Really, really, we'll, we'll sell anything, me and you. Really enjoyed the sponsors for that FIFA World Cup Championship. They've got to look after us in that five-star hotel. All-inclusive, please. Pina Colada's on tap. There you go. Um, you know, we know the ambition for Fosin. Were you a little bit... Um, did, did Jeff go on one of his rants and got a little bit too carried away? Or is this something that, you know, is in the in the long-term plans to, to dominate the world? It's just, it, it's Jeff Shee top trumps, isn't it? I mean, first of all, he said they want to be a big team in the Premier League. Then then he said, you know, they want to win the Premier League, he said before. Then he's kind of said, we want to be as big as Man City. And now they want to be one of the biggest clubs in the world. I mean, <laughs> unless he goes Whoa, to... Whoa, <laughs> slow down. Unless he goes to uni- universe levels, then there's nowhere else he can go with it now. So um, <laughs> I wasn't surprised... To see it, I, I do kind of cringe a bit when I see things like this because you, you're pretty much setting yourself up for a fall. The Wolves going to become the biggest club in the world. I just think it's too soon to be talking about stuff like that. To be honest, you, is there ever a time to talk about that though? I mean, 18 months ago, as someone reminded me today, they were struggling to beat Rotherham at home one nil, and they got booed off the pitch. I, I, I know that was that was under Paul Lambert and whatnot, but it was still under Fos, and it was only 18 months ago. Mm-hmm. In 18 months' time. Wolves could be in a very different position. I keep saying it, if and when Nuno leaves, things may fall apart, And because uh, I think he's brought this all together. So, my point is, yes, it's great to have these ambitions and ideas, but I think you, I think it's a bit cringy to be saying these things in public. But then again, who am I to say, who am I to say that? Yeah, but I mean, he's been reading a couple it's, of times. Club, I mean, look, there, he's he? done brilliantly, and uh, but, you know, he has talked about the stadium and potentially a new stadium, and all of a sudden, you know, Laurie Darrymple's talking about it a couple of days later, just saying, look, you know, let's just calm down. We still want to be here at Molyneux. Do you think sometimes, like, he maybe just gets a little bit too carried away? Well, it's, it's his. It's or he's just excited. Is he allowed to do that? It's his and Foson's club. It's his money. He, he can do and say what he wants, and certainly can while results are backing it up on the pitch anyway. But I remember when Wolves were last in the Premier League, and Jez Moxie said they wanted to be in the top five, and then 12 months later they, they were relegated, mm. and then 12 months later they were relegated again. So these things can go, come back to bite you on the bum, particularly when they're set in print in the Express Star, and we will remind them of it in a few years' time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be long gone by then. Anyway. Yeah, we will, yeah. Um, what about um, where Wolves are at the moment? Obviously, they have got short-term goals and season-by-season goals. What do you think the, 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 term, well, the, the short-term goal this season would be? What do you think is the target? Do you think before the season started? Mid- mid-table stability. That would, be, that would be it, you think, yeah? Certain of that, okay. Yep. And anything and else is about, and then what challenging push for Europe next push season. for Europe next season. And if that happens this season, obviously that's ridiculously fantastic. Do, and a big have bonus. you changed your opinion slightly from where you were at the start of the season? That Wolves, from what you've seen so far, and the, and the, and the caliber of opposition, and look, Wolves have not had an easy run to start off this season. I, I guarantee you that. Can can do you think now you've changed that they could potentially be a top eight club? Yeah. Uh, I think I think they could be, and I would have said that at the start of the season anyway. There's definitely a chance that they could do that. I still I'm still thinking tenth to twelfth. You've got to remember that they haven't they've only played a few teams, and yes, while Burnley were great last season, Burnley could get relegated this season, and then and then we might say, well, of course you've got to beat Burnley at home one nil. Um, Leicester could have a really poor season so could Everton we don't know I know mm-hmm. Everton looked great on the first day but you, we don't know how it's going to pan out do we well, it looks so, better, that West Ham result looks better now when they've gone to Everton and beat them 3-1 yeah no I know but then like you know if Wolves have played Watford on the opening day and lost to them everyone would be like oh god but then Watford could end up being a yeah, fantastic yeah, yeah. surprise team this yeah. season so we don't know how the, the table needs to even out after and what, that's why between 7th and 17th there's not a lot in it is there really no there isn't the big thing for me is the improvements that Wolves have made since that opening day of the season mm-hmm. 
they were haphazard against um, Everton. Then they lost against Leicester because they weren't clinical enough. And since then, the three games preceding that, we've seen um, a massive improvement. And if that continues, then, yeah, like I said, they can certainly push for those European places. There were issues around um, goal scoring, I think. Only scored two in two games and missed a lot of chances and they don't look clinical enough. Jota and Costa don't look like they're going to score a number of goals this season. That may change and I hope it does. But at this moment in time, you can't see Costa and Jota getting anywhere near double figures at this stage. So that needs to change. Mm-hmm. Um, defensively, they look better than I thought they would. Ryan Bennett surpassed my expectations, certainly. Mm-hmm. Connor Cody's now started to make the step up, so is Willie Bolly. Um and other issues would be around injuries, I suppose. Once this, once they get a couple of knocks and once fatigue sets in, yeah, then let's see what the backups are like. Yeah, and we said this all of last season, and they never really got any injuries because mm-hmm. their injury prevention work is excellent. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case again, fantastic. Mm-hmm. But if Neves or Martino is out, suddenly you've got Sace in there, who a lot of people would say wouldn't be good enough for the Premier League. Um, if Jimenez is injured, what do they do up front? Yeah. Uh, so there are so there are a couple of issues there, but. At the moment, no no negatives to speak of, really. Jean Moutinho, for me, has really settled down nicely yeah. now. I was a little bit concerned that maybe there might be a bit too lightweight that midfield, but like we've, we've discussed before that you maybe don't need that sweeper and that hard tackler, but I think that they look both very, very good and assured in midfield, giving them a good grasp in the game. Yeah, those tough tackling midfielders are becoming a bit of a, an outdated thing now because you, you just get red cards for, for showing your studs these days, whether you win the ball or not. So it's all about control for Nuno and... You won't get many in the Premier League that can control the ball in terms of um, keeping it um, and setting tempo than Neves and Martinez. You won't get much better than that. Shall we take some questiones? Yeah. Questiones from the peeps. From the peeps. Uh, Ricards has been on. Ricards. The master baker. The battling baker. Uh, has Tim got his glow sticks ready for this ravey light thing Wolves have been practising? Have you seen this on, uh, on the old video? No. The tweets, you haven't? No. Oh, I should remember briefed you beforehand. We'll yeah. release a couple of things. I think we released a video earlier on this afternoon, just messing about with lights and, and on and off, and it looks all a bit disco-y. What's that I don't know whether they're practising, I don't know, maybe to score a goal and make, you know, making it a bit of an arena, I'm not quite sure. I don't know what the situation was anyway. People are people are speculating on, you, on social media. Right, okay. You can have a look at that, maybe. Okay. You get back to him privately. Okay, I'm seeing the Chemical Brothers in a couple of weeks, so I'll get my glow sticks out for that one. Oh, are you? Where are you seeing them? Is, uh, this, is this Post Palace, is it? It is, in London, Post Palace. Oh, I love that. Um, Chris Knock, Dendonka. Uh, how long will he be willing to sit on the sidelines? As long as Nuno bloody tells him to. But it is interesting, isn't it? That he, incredible that he can't get into this team, let alone the team, let alone the bench. Yeah, I think uh, if they weren't winning matches, we'd start to see him integrated in via the bench... Oh, what are you showing me here? This yeah. is the um, what they're practicing the lights and stuff like that. Maybe, okay. maybe for Rod Stewart, maybe. Uh, no, not yet. I wouldn't have thought like a Chelsea type thing. Chelsea do that yeah. when Chelsea um, take all the lights out, don't they? Mm. Oh, there you go. That's all. Oh, oh, maybe maybe for the entrance, maybe for the fireworks and stuff. Who's got hold of that then? Uh, I don't know. That's all. I, I don't know. I don't know who where the official sources come from, but they're obviously doing that. Interesting. Mm. When's the first? When, oh, oh! I tell you what, that's for what? the Carabao Cup. <laughs> <laughs> for the big it's night. It's for when Elliot Watt gets introduced as centre midfield. Wolves reserves against Leicester reserves. <laughs> Excellent. Intimidating atmosphere in front of how many? Do you reckon? Fifteen? Twelve? 
Yeah, something about that. Oh, yeah. No, oh well, did you look at that pre-season friendly? They had more than I thought they would for Villarreal. They had about That's what true. seventeen, eighteen that day. So maybe something about that. Triorial pulling six thousand alone. <laughs> <laughs> so that will be. When's the first big night game then? They got Spurs at home on a Saturday night. That's a pretty big oh, one. Oh yeah, could be that one then. Could be that one. Early November. Anywho. Yeah, Denonka. Yeah. Well, Clive. if they uh, weren't winning matches, then I think we would see him integrated into the squad via via the substitutes bench but as it stands if Bennett or Bolly go off in the first few minutes then Courtney Hawes is ready to just plonk straight in there yeah. he's, he knows what English football is about not so much the Premier League but I, I think he he could um, get used to the pace of the game better than Dendonka perhaps from what I'm hearing mm. because he had three weeks off after a late World Cup finish obviously Belgium were in the third place playoff um, he's had three weeks off after that and hasn't come back ready and hasn't had a pre-season mm. We've seen it time and again before. When players miss pre-season, they take a long time to get back. Look at Costa last season. It took him till the turn of the year to look like himself again. Wolves can't carry any passengers in their Premier League team. Yeah, but I mean, particularly he had an injury, in defence. Ankle injury. As no, well, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It wouldn't take Dendonka that long. But um, in defence, you can't have any passengers. You've got to be up to speed. So yeah, integrate him slowly. Um, like I said, while they're winning, it's, it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. If, if they lost five on the bench, you'd say we've got to get this guy in for, sure. for the increased quality. But yeah. Bennett is showing that quality. So um, Leicester at home will be the next time we'll see him, I'm sure. Uh, Rob Morris, when is Cavalero likely to be fit? Um, will he help address our proficiency in front of goal? Now, Cavalero, even though you think it might be the samey sameys in like your Costas and your, and your Triores and your Jotters, but he has got a good eye for a goal, and you think that at the moment he would be the one who would be most likely to score those goals that that, that these two or three haven't haven't done yet. He's got more composure than than Jota and Costa in front of goal. He's he's not really phased by by anything, and yeah, it's a shame that he hasn't been on the end of a, of a couple of chances they've had. As for when he's coming back, um, not hearing much about it to be honest. Um, I mean, back injuries are always extremely. Uh, sort of sensitive and it's difficult to put time scales on it and uh, they're the difficult most difficult injuries to treat I mm. think back injuries I'm no I'm no specialist no uh, I'm no doctor I'm not, of, of the old of the old back variety unlike my dad uh, so that's Doc Spears what oh Doc Spears yeah uh, so yeah no I'm was not he was he was he good at backs was he was he was he a back man was he, he was chest man? he was bones leg man bones bones osteoporosis Oh, really? Osteoporosis. Is he still practicing? No, he's finished now. He's retired. Sort you out with a wedge, does he? (laughs) Nathan (laughs) Judah. So, um, I hope we see Cavalieri back soon, but there's no no great rush. It'd be nice to have another option on the bench. But again, he missed a lot of pre-season. I think it'll be a while before we see him as a... No no chance Leicester then? Mm, Not that I'm hearing, but I can't give a definitive answer on that one, I'm afraid. The Lobos Wolves. The Lobos Wolves. Ah, those guys. Wolves. Why isn't the Royal London as good as it could be? Yeah. Ah, oh, I mean, he's absolutely spot on. Or she. Yes, absolutely. Don't say that, we'll get complaints. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. So it oh, used to be really good then, did it? Oh, every Tuesday night, pound a pint. What? Oh, in the day. A pound a pint? Really? <laughs> every every, every yeah, Tuesday. Really, used to call out there. Late. And then, You've been there a few times? Yeah, we used to get every week. We used to try and sneak in, even though I was underage. Right. Every single Tuesday, pound a pint, get slaughtered, get the last bus home. Happy days. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch me now. I think was that the one we went to that at the end of the our night, our night. The promotion party. Yeah, promotion party. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, it looks all right. Yeah, it's fine. But it used to be really good, did it? It used to be a lot better, but then it got a bit chavvy, and then um, 
Uh, they got rid of their big. They lost their, or they got rid of their. Um, <laughs> it's the it's the Royal London podcast. They got rid of their um, TV license or Premier League football license, so they stopped showing games. Oh, there's really? a league place to go to watch a match on a big screen, and then they got rid of it, so everyone stopped going. Uh, where's the place to go now? Then Dog and Doublet. A hog's head, Dog and Doublet. Mm-hmm. Two establishments I shall never walk. Oh, no, I will, I will come on! Once. I will do one day. I will do one day. Well, I was close to doing it. If, if, if well, maybe scoring against Man City. Maybe, yeah, maybe next Friday. You're threatening to come out. Oh yeah, for Oakley's leaving do. Yeah. Well, apparently they're going to dig with Dining Club. That's more my scene, I think. That's where the night's going to finish. Or I shouldn't finish. be telling people this. We're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're starting in town. I think. Yeah. Okay. I might. I might. I'll see. I've got dinner plans on that night, but maybe I might come out. Five o'clock ish. Six yeah, o'clock is. Where's your Where's your dinner plan? Dick, Dixie chicken. <laughs> yeah, with uh, Tito. <laughs> uh, smoky bacon or beef and onion crisps as well. Oh, sorry, what? Smoky oh, that's bacon a question. or beef and onion. Yeah. Oh, beef and onion. Yeah, beef and onion, hundred percent. Well, my taste has matured. It used to be smoky bacon, and now it's beef and onion. <laughs> Palette's pal- got better as it over the funny, years. Funny how things change. Uh, Martin at Clive Wolves. Earlier in the year, Tim said he found some national journalists annoying or words to that effect oh, because yeah. they would because <laughs> they would fish for information from local journalists and present it as their own. Yeah. Has that happened yet this season? What has he made of national journalists' reports on wolves? Good uh, question. There's too many of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, I was speaking to someone about this the other day. Like when two years ago, when it was just me and Mike Taylor from WM doing press conferences and doing post-match interviews mm. it sort of felt like your club whereas now it's not it's not it's not only the Express and Star that covers Wolves it's not you kind of lose ownership a little bit in a way you know because it's it's everybody's now everybody wants a piece of Wolves they do but I still think that we're in a sanctum you'd have thought you know we give a little bit more depth to the coverage that maybe nationalists well, don't no, no, we'll, we'll, the we'll look after the local guys I think, massively I think I speak for Radio WM as well when, when I say that mm-hmm. uh, but yeah no, there's national guys everywhere and uh, it's, uh, half the people in the, in the press room I just don't recognise anymore no, to do, be honest no. That's no. just Jamie Brassens. <laughs> <laughs> so no, they're they're um they're okay to deal with. I've stopped getting I've stopped being pestered as much now because everybody can easily find out information about wolves, right? By googling it or just by going to matches. Mm. Interesting. Okay, so you were quite. But anyone really annoyed you or not? Yeah, anyone. You don't have to say specific names, but is there anyone who's done something you're like, oh, that's a bit shady? This is one guy. Um, this one guy. No, he's there most weeks. Uh, I won't say his name, but his no. initials are NJ. Hey, Oh dear. Michael at Michael underscore Walton nine. Tim and the missus now settled after their move. Oh right, thanks, Michael. Uh, Obviously, you had your IKEA stuff. D- oh, IKEA, right? IKEA. Oh. I've got a bone to pick with IKEA again. Still, a yeah. different bone. Yeah. So no, we we ordered about five items from IKEA. Yeah. They've delivered four of them now. We're still waiting for another one. Are you joking? For no, that initial order? Postponed it three times. No. Yeah. What is it? Uh, Chester drawers. Are you joking? Really? Oh, I calm down. Oh, it's disgraceful. <laughs> you want to have a word? Do you want me to tweet them? <laughs> they, they keep sending me DMs saying it's on the way. I keep, I'm saying, I'm, I, I, I said to them, I will not hesitate to put another tweet out. If this <laughs> is what is you said? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. my God. So, Big time. If it doesn't come this Sunday, oh, I'm another Get ready tweet for out. an angry tweet, an <laughs> IKEA tweet. Uh, but no, everything else is fine, thank you. We haven't got the internet yet, which is a bit of a blow. What's your face? Oh, right, so, so the guy came the other day to install... Oh, yeah, to I was going to say, you haven't got... To install the cable or whatever, you know what you're doing. Who are you going with? In, in oh, you're going with some cheap option, aren't you? No, it's not. It's not. It's not cheap. Um, it is, well, it's quite cheap. Okay. Uh, and then he said, right, there's something wrong with the cable. So we're gonna, his cable, or your the one cable. that they're installing, or yeah. whatever. I don't know, mate. 
And then, uh, anyway, he goes, we're going to have to go underground to the mm-hmm. other side of the road mm-hmm. to connect you, mm-hmm. which means we have to close the road and install traffic lights. Oh, yeah, they've done that before, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I was quite shocked by that. Go with Virgin, mate. You don't need any any wires, any, any anything going on. They'll just turn it on there. Virgin is your way to go, 100%. 100%. Oh, well, I wish you said this three weeks and ago. And then if you've got, you got your Sky package, you go with Virgin anyway. It's d- even cheaper. No, we haven't got Sky. Okay, well, there you go. You go Virgin. They've got Sky, and it's all included in your Wi-Fi connection. Do that. Promise okay, you. I'll look into that. Promise uh, you. It's also yeah. the quickest around. Uh, Alex Lewis, um, aside from positive start to the season, January, where should Wolves look to strengthen? Striker. So everybody, everybody keeps saying striker. I went to rent a car, the, rent a van the other day. Oh, did you? I drove a van. Are you like, are you, have you got a license to drive a van? Can you we, don't, can, can you, we, you don't need one. Do you not? Great fun, though. Really? Yeah. I really, I really enjoyed it. Roomy in the back. <laughs> Bumpy. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it's you, quite good fun lugging it around. They're quite powerful. Are they? Um, the gear stick's in the wrong place, which you have to get used to, because it's up here. Right. Oh, is it? Gear stick's up near the steering wheel, which I right. found a bit disconcerting. But That's a bit weird. I found myself waving to fellow van drivers as, as I drove past. Wow. Hello, fellow van driver. Wow. Uh, but I didn't cut anybody up, so I don't think I was, I'm not, I'm not part of the club. Eddie Stobart were like, who is this douche? <laughs> uh, anyway, when I was renting a van from the place, they started asking me when a Wolves going to sign a striker. Uh, oh, so they knew who you were. Did you get a discount? Did you get a Wolves discount? Sadly not. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm getting a lot of tweets about do you this walk, as well. do, you, do you walk into those kind of like garages or rental places and they go, oh, it's Tim, Tim, Tim Spears. I, with the, I knew on the phone with these guys that they recognised me because they were so pally with me on the phone. Were they? Before, when I phoned up before I went. That, yeah, I just knew. And then, yeah. Do you get that walk into more new though? Do you get like, do you get people going, all right, Tim, Tim, yeah. Tim. Or do you, do you get... Do you get a lot of like when you walk past and you see other people going, oh, I give them a nudge, Tim, Tim Spears. Well, Tim you, Spears you must get it as well, but like I get more than nudge. Oh, Nathan Jude, Nathan Jude, Nathan Jude. Yeah, you know when you know when somebody You're getting talked about, somebody knows who you are, and you, they just give you a look of recognition. As yes, you get that a lot, which I find disconcerting. Yes, yeah, people will just shout my name. I feel like people but, think, which I quite like this, but people think that when they see you, you you're in podcast mode. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. having a laugh and a joke. And sometimes, you know, you haven't had any breakfast, you're a bit hangry, you, you're hungover in your case. <laughs> yes. You true. just want to get in and hydrate. Some people are weird, though. I was on the phone to Derek Bish walking to Molyneux um, before the last game on Sunday to check in with him. Their deputy sports editor, Derek Bish. Yeah. And some guy just, just stopped me and was trying to talk to me. I was like, I'm on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, it's, it's West, Ham, West Ham United in the middle of the West Ham stand halfway through the game set oh, the press yeah. box can we get a selfie oh god that was unbelievable you're joking yeah I couldn't believe that middle of the game not even half time half time gladly do it but then sometimes it's really nice when I was walking downstairs after Burnley to mm. go and speak to the players yeah. uh, this old guy stopped me walking really slowly down the stairs he must have had a few years on the clock and he said oh what about that was unbelievable he goes I enjoyed that so much he said, I can't remember seeing us dominate a game like that. Awesome, that. Love since, that. Since like the 50s or 60s, he goes. He goes, oh, but, you know, we'd have scored 15 that day. He was like laughing around. But I was just... That's great, though. You know, that. that's what we want. And Absolutely love I, that. I love, I love getting approached and having a bit of a chat, but there's a right place and the right time. No, I love all that. Yeah, and the, but then when it's, oh, where's Judah or where's mm. Judah's fish? Yeah. I'm you just, don't like that, no? I just, quite like that. Just kind of sh- shouting, where's Judah's fish? <laughs> I'm just, I don't know where to look. <laughs> In your bag, just in case. <laughs> yeah, true. Oh, I need to get you back for that stuff. Oh, jeez. Um, Andy Williams, uh, do you think Adam will be able to do enough defensively to command a starting Premier League spot? No, not right now. 
Not right now. We've talked about this at length on Facebook Live, didn't we, the other day? Plug Facebook Live every Monday, midday onwards. And I would start I would start Traore, but I yeah. can see why Nuno isn't. Um it's still it looks looks like a stranger signing the more the weeks go on to me. And that yes, Traore has been been brilliant and can provide electricity and goals and assists and he's fabulous, but he's not a Nuno player at all. He's an individual in a in a team. And Nuno's all about the team. He's all about the collective. He's all about having your roles, doing your tasks, doing your duties. How can you say it's um, a strange signing when he's been outstanding? Though? I don't get that. I don't. No, but, no, because because I, I think I think it'll work over time. But it's just it's not a Nuno type signing. It's so you not, don't think it's been a good signing then? No, I do. I think it's been a great signing, and I think it'll work out. I just think it's it's unusual for Nuno to sign such an individual who perhaps doesn't think of the team first and foremost for, for whatever he will say when he gets that ball. He just thinks about driving towards goal or driving towards the byline, taking on as many players as he can. He's not thinking, oh, I'll play a quick pass inside to Matt Doherty and then bomb down the line for a 1-2. He's very individualist, isn't he? He's a maverick. So if you think he's not a Nuno player, are you, are you trying to suggest that maybe Nuno didn't have anything to do with buying him? No, I'm not. I'm not no, I'm not. I'm not saying that. Um, it could be Nuno's branching out. <laughs> uh, but a classic Nuno player is Leo Bonatini or Raul Jimenez, who, who puts the team first. Yeah, I know what you John, mean. Johnny Castrotto. If a lot of people are saying, you know, like, like, like I would say that Adama Traore has been absolutely fantastic He's this season phenomenal. so far. He's been brilliant. And, and for me, if you ask Nuno or, maybe, I don't know, maybe Nuno's not thinking of this, but I would say that he's been one of the best signings Wolves could make. You know, Wolves have made this summer, even though we, we haven't even seen him from the start, really. Yeah, I completely agree. But it just, yet, it just doesn't quite fit in the Nuno mould of player. And that's why he's not starting. He's got to be happy with him. But you, you don't think he's happy with him, what he's done so far? I think I think he wants more from him defensively. We saw this with Cavalera at the start of last season. Cavalera missed the first game through suspension and took an age to get into the team. And I think that was Nuno's way of kind of saying, look, you've got to do it my way or you're not playing. And I know that's been the case with other, with other players as well who've fallen by the wayside, people like Jordan Graham, perhaps Ben Marshall as well. If you don't do it Nuno's way, you get nowhere. Ah, of course, these, these, this is a different level. This, surely. yeah, no, and that should be the case. The manager's word is is final, but I'm not I'm not saying I'm not criticising the signing or saying he's not going to work out well or not that he's a phenomenal player because he is. It just is not a typical Nuno signing for me, and that's why he's not in the team at the moment. Well, do you not think he's not in the team because they keep on winning and you know you know change that team? He's like, got, you look at yeah. even Cavalera last season with Brighton and Bakari, and he, you know you think Cavalera's twice the player and Bakari's no, going to be, but he had to wait. He's got to adapt, hasn't he? We saw with the phobie, he had to adapt. Uh, or else Nuno wouldn't play him and he didn't play him for quite a while at first mm-hmm. Afobi and he scored six goals and it wasn't good enough for him to sign him because Afobi is again a bit more of an individual he thinks about himself more than the team and that's a good trait in an attacking player mm-hmm. you've got to be selfish but that, that's what that's all I'm saying it's not a typical Nuno signing and um, it may be a while before we see him in the team OK, debate over um, Christian Patton um, we'll, do, we'll try and rattle through a few more of these now because we're running out of time um, what is Tim's favourite game he's ever been to as a fan? Oh. 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 my son. No, there's so many. There's uh. so many. What was your favourite? Have you ever cried at a game? Yes. Go on. Yes. I'll tell you when I cried. With joy. Yeah. Um, Twice. Reading away. Yeah. Playoff semi-final, 2003. Before they went to Cardiff. Because okay. Millennium Stadium final. Mm-hmm. Who were you with at the time? Uh, I was with my dad, my sister, oh, and you can't my, cry in front of your family, my mate from was. work, my mate from school. I, I kind of, I kind of held it. 
uh, to myself. But mm. yeah, Alex Ray scored 80th minute, as yeah. most people listening will remember. I remember it well. And they got through to get through to the player file. Uh, yeah, I just yeah, I, I was gone. Really? I was totally gone. What like like crying, happy tears, no, kind of going like crazy, emotional, scre- just screaming yes at the top of your voice. Right. And it just all just kind of came. Really? Out. Then, then I can. Did someone myself. hug you or someone like that? Did it go? Like, you okay? Yeah, you know what it's like away days. No, no, no. We were all just kind of celebrating and going mad, and then right. it just kind of stopped. Yeah. And it's just oh, it's just too much. Wow, too much emotion. And then the other one was a playoff semi-final. Crying again. So that was when I was eighteen, that red and one. And then the other one was two thousand and six, right? Seven seasons, two thousand six, seven season. Twenty-five then, yeah. <laughs> Twenty-two, <laughs> and we played baggies in the playoff semi-final. Baggies. Just about as big a game as you could ever wish to go to for them. And it was the first leg, and Wolves were massive underdogs, huge underdogs, and so so it proved to be because baggies had a phenomenal team that year going forward and Wolves had a bunch of underdogs under Mick McCarthy but in the playoff semi-final we somehow managed to get the playoffs got Albion in the playoff semis and then in the home game we went 1-0 down early on I think it was Kevin Phillips and everyone's like oh here we go mm. start the playoffs mm. the Albion are far too good for us and then just on the stroke of half time oh, yeah. Andy Kehoe sticks, Keogh. A, sticks a crossover and uh, Jody Craddock gets his head up and flicks a header in the corner, and I just go absolutely mental. Really? I, mean, I, just, I just lost lost the plot and started crying. Are you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. goodness me, that's incredible. We lost 3 2, though. Oh, crap. <laughs> when, you, when, you, when, you, when you were that age, you, are, you, are, you, are you celebrating? Are you just staying in your little area, or are you, go, are you over the seat? Are you going up and down? Are you just hugging anybody? Um, are, you, are, you, are you stood on your seat? For an away game, it's, it's, it's um, whatever. No, there's no rule book. Right, really. But for home game, I was kind of steeple up, so it's just with my mates, really. But Have you had any celebratory injuries before? Just, oh, lots of cuts and bruises scrapes and bruises shins. and, yeah, that kind of stuff. Worth it, though. Worth it. But, yeah, in answer to the... Neither of those would be my favourite game. Oh. I would say... Oh, Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 4-3 against Leicester was amazing. We beat Sheffield Wednesday on penalties in 95 in the FA Cup. That was unbelievable. Winning 3-2 at Barnsley, despite being 2-0 down. That was special. Obviously, all the promotion games. Oh, Derby away. Derby away was unbelievable. 2009, uh, we're going for a promotion. Yes. <laughs> uh, 2-1 down at Derby, and then we win it 3-2. Andy, uh, Andy Keogh, last-minute diving header. Boom! Boom! Uh, that was... Mental. Oh, what, a, what a night. Great days. Happy days. Yeah, yeah. I'll, do you I'll, ever, I quite want to do my... Do you ever think, doing this job, that you could go back to that? Because, I, I mean, I follow Middlesbrough home and away. On my own, home with the family and stuff, away on my own, on the bus, on the train, on the supporters club buses, Southampton away, I'd book a hotel, Fulham away. Through the drive throughs <laughs> Through the drive throughs Double cheeseburger, please. <laughs> don't, don't, don't be shy on the fries. Any scraps. Um, <laughs> but I loved it. I read every cut, every program, page to page to page. It was my life. I had it all over my wall, everything. And then I got to work the club, yeah. and it changed. Yeah. And then I got to work, you know, outside the club, and it changed. I don't think I can ever go back to that. Nah. Now I don't know whether that's just maturing as a person. Some would say, some would say, when did you mature? <laughs> but I don't think I could go back to that absolutely passionate support that I had before. No, and I'll miss. Yeah, I'll miss it because whenever I stop doing this job, I always thought I'd go back to the stands, but. No, I don't think so. I hate being recognised for a start. Well, you want so, to be invited now by the club. You'll be a club guest now, <laughs> won't you? No, I, I hate I hate being recognised. I actually really dislike it. So so if I went straight into the away end yeah. as soon as I finished this job, it just, no. 
just just get bloody pointed at and shouted at. Yeah. I just can't stand it. So, so there'd be that. So you would stay away just because of that? No, no, I'd still, still probably go, but I'd be Base, baseball hat corner. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. No, I think because you know, you know the. I know quite a lot of the players. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. On, on a decent level. Yeah. I can't. Would, how easy would it be to then go back in the stand and start singing Nuno's name? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You would, because you do anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think you ever. I don't think you'll ever quite get that kind of childlike love of, no. of the game back. I mean, it's like just a period of time. Is that, is that with everybody, or do you think? I don't people... know. You know, but all, all of my predecessors of this job pretty much all still go to the games. Yeah, it's true. Um, a couple of them have got jobs elsewhere, but Tim Nash, David Instant, David Harrison. Um, still see these guys at a lot of home games as in working you would you buy um, a shirt and go to the game you wouldn't buy the shirt and go would you I've, I've still got all my old shirts anyway oh, oh do you know what I bought an abs- I saw this the other day because we moved house I saw I bought an absolutely class and expensive Ooh. cashmere scarf oh, right I think it's cashmere anyways I th- I, you'll know better than me some class material like 80 quid Harry Potter style Sheep, sheep's clothing <laughs> Harry Potter style long scarf oh yeah just gold and black it wasn't a wolf scarf right it was from a posh website but is it was this for the winter is it going to make it it's, it's debut <laughs> in the winter it, like I said, it wasn't, it's not an official wolf scarf but right. it is gold and black it's wolf colours from a very posh website beautiful scarf right um, what made you what made you buy it because I was still a fan okay and then I got the job and I, I've, I've only worn it once oh, right, um, okay. I've still got it obviously I'd like to wear that again yeah, the cashmere <laughs> scarves were big in '87. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, how about you? What, have you ever cried at a match? Uh, I think so. I can't remember which one it was though. I think yes. Here we go. Yes, I Here did. Here we go. Here we go. Um, Middlesbrough against Bradford City. Yeah. Back in the day, half time, they're out of pies. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Book arrest, and we won four three. Oh. And uh, Baal as well, quarterfinal and semi-final of the Europa League. You were working then. I was working, but I still, still cried still, anyway. But I wasn't in the press box because somehow I managed to get an executive box on home days and still watched it from there as a fan. Right. Yeah. And that was uh, that was pretty amazing to be there. Ninety third and ninety second minute Massimo Macaroni goals sent us through to the Europa League final. I remember. Was, I remember watching it. Which was amazing. Amazing to be working for the club and covering that and going to Europa League final is something I'll always remember. And we got stuffed by Sevilla in the final four four one. I think it was in the end, but. Uh, Still very happy memories. Um, people forget the Middlesbrough got to Europa League final. I never forget. Sevilla, Sevilla, actually, that was the first time Sevilla, people knew about them and then they went on to do very well in the Champions League and, and you know, perennial Could have European. been Borough. It could have been Borough. Who's your favourite Middlesbrough player of all time? Oh, goodness, all time. I reckon it, it was a pleasure seeing Giannini alive. Giannini was up there. Ravinelli, that kind of that kind of era. Emerson was brilliant. Yeah. Um, when I was working for the club, we had three-pronged attack of Viduka... Hasselbank oh. and Yakuba. Oh. And just like literally into, you know, they were basically two of them played on the Thursday night in the Europa League, then they swapped one out to play on the Sunday. So Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, but they did well. They finished seventh in the league and got to Europa League final that year. Yeah. Incredible. Sense. Wasn't a uh, favourite player, isn't ex Wolves loanee Jeremy Aliadier then? Oh, <laughs> absolutely dreadful. But what a missus. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Mido. 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 Um, okay, here we go. Um, ba, 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 last question. Let's ask which, which is the best one. Gareth Jones. Who do you think will wall, will win Wolves Player of the Season? No, we've had this a few times. Uh, 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 last time we had it, I think I said Patricio. Patricio, yeah. and I'm going to stick with that. But Matinho is becoming more of a favourite, I would say. 
in the betting stakes. Okay, last question, Gary Stewart. Who's who's yours for that? Uh, did you say? Did you said Neves, didn't you? I think Neves. Yeah, I think Neves. Um, Gary Stewart, do you think Nuno sees Wolves as a stepping stone on his long-term project to greatness? I, I don't think any manager can turn down Man United. No. Unless you're at Guardiola's level. Are you tu- are you turning down Manchester Evening Post? <laughs> <laughs> so w- when one of the best clubs or businesses in your profession comes calling with a huge pay rise and everybody's got an ego, and including Nuno, and... And your backroom staff all coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not too far away from Wolverhampton. What, you think he's going to stick here and move and, and <laughs> exactly. drive across? No, so I'm, I'm just saying. He's going to the, the, the edge, mate. The idea that he's with Wolves for the long term... Uh, it's folly. No questions asked mm-hmm. is folly. He may stay for a long time, but w- if if he does what Foson want him to do with Wolves, then those big clubs will come calling in the next year or two mm-hmm. years, and um, I'd be surprised if he turned any of them down. Good stuff, good stuff. Right, we're running out of time, big time. We've only got like 10 minutes left. But there's always time for... <gasps> Abuse of the week! Abuse of the week! Abuse of the week! Abuse! Abuse! Abuse of the week! It's abuse of the week time. Abuse of the week. Mr. Timothy Spears. Timothy Spears. Tim Adam Spears. You've been away, so surely there's no abuse for you. Family fortunes. Double money. Bring it over to the Spears family. Wolves had 30 shots against Burnley. Mm. Tweets from myself. Okay. Just the 30 shots for Wolves today. Like that. They belong in the Premier League, there is no doubt. L- L- nice tweet, Tim. Lydia disagrees. Woo! Lydia underscore Sloan7. How thick is he? <laughs> is that a piece, is it? I think so. I'm, I'm guessing so. 30 shots with one goal. You belong in spec savers. Wow. Not, not the Prem. Wow. But to be fair, it's quite a nice abuse. It's okay. Wait, was she was she a Burnley fan, was she? Uh, I think Baggies. Oh, okay. Uh, this is a better one. Uh, so, Neves. Uh, player ratings. Always very Neves di- is giving you abuse, is it? <laughs> always very difficult with player ratings. I, I do struggle sometimes. It's hard to watch and fully um, judge the performance, the 90-minute performances of 11 players whilst you're trying to tweet, write match reports, everything else that goes with it, watch the game. It's hard to give them a bad score when you've got to be in the mix zone the following week and say, oh, hello, hello, can you come and give me a... Cl- um, do, they, do, they, do they read your read your player ratings, do you think, some yeah, of the players? Yeah, I would, I would... Yes, they do, yeah. I know, I know that they do. I've had come back from a, from a couple of them in the past. But it wouldn't stop me giving someone a low mark if they've had a horrendous game. No. Absolutely not. You gave David, David was an eight once. <laughs> hey! <laughs> That's pretty good for you. <sighs> Uh, so anyway, I gave Neves an 8 out of 10 against Burnley. I thought him and Moutinho were equally as good as each other, controlled the game very nicely. How can people? How can, how can someone have a problem with that? Funny you should ask that. Dave Clive. At Dave Clive 105. Mm. <laughs> 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 Sorry, yeah, I just realised what he said. Five, <laughs> two tweets. First okay. one, finally established what your problem is. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> You're a parody. Oh. Or a created character like Keith Lemon. It must be an act. How you gave Bonatini a six is a pathetic joke. <laughs> you only do this to get ridiculous stuff to get comments and attention. Wow. Ignore the Nevis thing I said. It was like he actually replied to somebody talking about Nevis. Anyway, uh, tweet two from mm. Dave Clive. Mm. 
<laughs> Tim. <laughs> can't be getting enough attention off your missus. Oh, here we go. Or Nathan oh. in the bedroom. Oh. So I need attention off us Wolves fans. And I fell into your trap oh. and given you exactly what you want. Pathetic journalist. Brilliant. Brilliant. Dave Clive. What a guy. Are you, are you getting attention in the... Uh... Uh-huh. I'm not from you, and that's all that matters. <laughs> and that's all you need to know. Not last night, anyway. You were late. <laughs> uh, emails, emails. Oh, yeah. No boost for you then this week. Uh, a couple from Albion fans. When I do an Albion game, now I go, follow me and Matt Wilson live. And I just got F off Judah. No. Yeah. I think they don't like, don't like that. I do a few Wolves games. I might be a bit slightly impartial. Emails. Mm. Mason. Mason. Mason Brown. Oh, Macy boy. Hi, Nathan and team. I've been listening to your podcast for quite some time. Hello. I really enjoy listening to them every week. I'm currently a uni student from the UK on my year abroad project working in Hamburg for seven months. Oh, decent, decent. Oh, a few good night- Not that I've been, but a few good strong, nights out there. Strong ale, by the way. There's a strong beer in Hamburg. <laughs> strong everything. Bloody hell. <laughs> but he's had a few good nights. Uh, I recently, oh, moved, wow! recently moved over here, but I will go home to see the Wolves, the family, and the missus when I can. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Paul, lad, he just sent an email and you're crucifying him. <laughs> uh, uh, he just, yes, he's just been very nice. I just wanted to say your podcast helps me feel less homesick nice. and gives you that little boost to get through to the end of the week oh, before yeah. Friday nights out. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he also says there may not be any ambrosia custards in mm. Hamburg, but at least I can listen to the podcast every week. No custard? Oh, no, you need a bit of custard. Love it. Love a bit of spotted dick. Uh, (laughs) Gerardino Gambone has sent us a few messages with photos, which I'm going to go into next week, Mm -hmm. I think. Uh, Yes, yes, go into that next week. Okay. Thanks very much, Gerardino. You've been been pied off. No, no, because time constraints. Time constraints. He sent sent three emails. Thank you very much. Aidan Richardson has been in touch. Aidan. 21 years old. 21 today. Uh, but he's been in the Billy Wright stand for the past 17 years. Wow, since four. Did he, <laughs> did he walk to Molyneux? <laughs> it looks like it. Uh, he goes into he's had some personal issues over the years and, and really thanks for us. Uh, the podcast never fails to cheer me up. Very nice. Yeah. I have a question for you regarding Diogo Jota. Diogo. I'm writing this email following the 1-0 hammering of Burnley and was wondering whether you guys think his much-improved performance was a case of him finally finding his feet or the low standard of the Burnley defenders. Although he hasn't been terrible so far this season, he's been nowhere near the level we all expected or hoped. Do you think this is a turning point for him? Uh, I I mean, I I thought Jota was better on Sunday, but I don't think he's anywhere near what he did last season. And for me, I still believe that if he was going to bring Trier in, that I would still have Costa in that side. I still think Costa's, even though Costa was only got subbed, Nuno's giving him every chance that was need Jota. Every chance he's keeping him on that pitch. He's obviously, you know, wants him to. He needs a goal, I think, just to boost that confidence. Yeah, I agree. Think? I agree with all of the above. Mm-hmm. Uh, well said. And thank you for all your emails this week. Yeah, thank you very much, peeps. Okay, right. So Timothy. We are going to the Theatre of Dreams. Mm. Not not your new gaff. Mm. We're going to Manchester United. Mm. Nuno against Jose. Mm. The special one against Jose Mourinho. It's going to be a glorious day. How many fans are travelling? Uh, I don't know. A lot. Yeah. In that corner. Yeah. They're going to be noisy. And they're going to out-sing all uh, seven voices in that, in that oh, it'll be, stadium. It'll be quiet. They're, they're only noisy there when they get given a good game. Oh, mm-hmm. so it, might, it, might, it may be noisy, but... But I remember when I went there in 2011 and 
Wolves lost. Probably the worst I've ever felt at a football match. Wolves, really? Wolves lost in the 94th minute. Ugh. The Park Ji Sung goal. Horrendous. We've battled our way to one or draw and then Ji Sung took it away. But yeah, it, it, I remember thinking how quiet it was. So quiet. Look, um, I don't think there's any anyone's thinking that, that Wolves won't have a go because they're not going to sit back. They're going to play exactly how they have been doing. Do you envisage that it'll just be more of the same? Yeah, I think uh, I don't think they know how to play any other way. I think they will play on the front foot. I think they'll be going there with the aim of scoring the first goal and winning the match. Uh, they'll certainly have no fear. I spoke to a few of the players after the Burnley game. They all said, we are looking forward to it. We want to take them on. We want to show everybody what we can do on what is the biggest stage that they've played on all season. Remember, they haven't had a, had a big away game yet. Well, I suppose actually London Stadium is pretty big. But still, it's Old Trafford. Yeah, it's it's one of the biggest clubs in the world. It's a huge stage. I'm so glad it's Saturday 3 o'clock. Man United don't have many games at that time. Yeah. Um, and Wolves can attack and get on the front foot. And they can do some damage. They and can we've, get we've, in behind them, absolutely. We've seen Man United have been vulnerable at times this season. I know they've improved in the last few weeks. They've got a great win in midweek in the Champions League. But... Wolves, with the players they've got, can do some damage. And if they get the first goal, you never know. And look, you know, going away and winning winning midweek, all, all well and good, but they've had to go and play and they've had to go and travel away and, and then coming back and playing on the Saturday. Uh, yeah, I think, I, think no, it, I think it helps. I think they're, they're well used to that. Though. Man United are in Europe every single season. This isn't anything new for any of those players or for Jose Mourinho. No, but there's, there's a lot of times when I've seen them be moved to the Sunday because of that. You know, it's a Saturday 3 o'clock game. Um, I know there's a few of the players who, who missed out on on uh, rested on Wednesday night, but you're looking at they're going to have to find a replacement for Matic, who got sent off. You'd have thought, um, you know, I mean, the, look at the team: De Gea, Valencia, Smalling, Lindelof. I mean, Smalling and Lindelof, they can be got at, can't they? They can. Down they can side. be got at. Oh yeah, I wouldn't read too much in the fact that it's Wednesday three o'clock. It was only Switzerland, as as we know, it's not that far away, mm. um, and you can get around Switzerland quite quickly. Mm, um, damn right, if I'm driving. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no wolves. Wolves will go there with an unchanged team, I, I would imagine. Yeah, which is a, a massive help. They're um, they're motoring now. They're getting into gear. They remind me of last season's team more and more by the week. Everybody knows their roles. They know exactly how they'll approach that game because they don't approach games in any other way. Mm. So they're very familiar with what they're doing, and I think they'll give them a bloody good game. I um, think it'll be two very good football teams going at each other, and we'll see who wins. Well, yes, we will. <laughs> what, um, any any changes from? <laughs> is it going to be the six 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 in a row? Six unchanged. Unless there's any injuries, I, I can't imagine he's going to change. No, it. no chance. Troy right? Well, we talk about Troy possibly coming in, but we always do. The, 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 the game to bring him in is Burnley at home. When you're on the front foot and trying to attack, it's not Man United away. I'd I think be, you should send, send, send your team tweet out now. Two days early. <laughs> now, unless there's any injury problems, it'd be the same team and bench. I would have thought, and then much changed for midweek against Leicester, of course. Good stuff. Which is, I'm looking forward to that as well. What, uh, what's Old Trafford like then? We're going to get some good food, are we? Yeah, good food. Um, it's quite of a strange thing. You, you walk into the press box, it's up the stairs, it's round, round, it's round the side, um, quite near where the away fans actually go, and it's just just round the corner from there. Yeah. Um, but it's almost like a huge long corridor. There's a bar there, and they've got chips available, from what I remember. Loads of sandwiches. It's not as good as you would think it would be, but okay. I mean, this food is still very, very good compared to others. Wi-Fi is good. There's a separate press conference room, which Jose Mourinho, if they have got beat, Wolves have beaten them. I've told you, you better be in there quickly because he goes straight up to, to try and catch the um, the press unawares. And there's only a couple of people in there. He asks a yeah. couple of questions and he goes out. So ready and watch for that. Um, press box is fine. Right on the halfway line. Yeah. Right below. It's a superb view. Happy days. Okay. It's good stuff. Are we out in Manchester on the night? 
Uh, did I even invite him yet? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Don't keep on doing this. You've pied me off three or four times this season already. Um, right, Tim, I know you've just come back from your break, but how would you like a four-night trip to Venice? Uh, yeah, I'll take a it. A four-night trip to Venice with you and your loved one, me and you. Venice, <laughs> beautiful boat, gondola for us, and uh, a little bit of singing, you know, singing guy. Okay. What are they called? What are they call those gondola people? Uh, singing guys, I Yeah, think. the singing guys. They're called the singing <laughs> guys. The black and white with the straw hat. Right, um, give me a goal scorer. First goal scorer for Manchester United against Wolverhampton Wanderers. Oh, I don't like these. Oh. Oh. Manchester United against Wolverhampton Wanderers. First goal scorer, please. Sorry, everyone. I've got to go Lukaku. <laughs> Romelu. What, 2-1 win for Wolves, yeah? <laughs> I've got to, got to go with, for the purposes of this particular thing, mm-hmm. where you mm-hmm. ask me first goal scorer, mm-hmm. I've got to go with the most likely option. Okay, that's fine. Um, Leicester City against Huddersfield first goal scorer is Vardy back yes he is Jamie Vardy Jamie Vardy and Romelu for me two scenarios that could quite easily happen yep um, whenever Tim tweets this out whenever I tweet this podcast out which should be about 5 o'clock onwards this afternoon maybe 5.30 um, retweet any of them you'll be in the hat and we shall let the lucky winner know midday on Saturday happy days uh, right finally predictions Tim it is Manchester United. It's Wolverhampton Wanderers. We are at Old Trafford. This is what all the hard work was for last season. The big games. Can we have a prediction, please? Uh, I'm going to go one all. One one, really? Yeah, I'm going to yeah. go one all. I think they can nick a point. To who? I'm going to say Manchester United two. Wolverhampton Wanderers two. Okay. Absolute cracker. Looking forward to it. Can't wait to see the peeps. And we'll see them on the service station on the way down, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Please approach Tim and give him a hug. He loves to interact. <laughs> I do, I generally do. From Timothy for myself, have a great weekend. We shall see you soon. Take care, bye-bye! Bye.